BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it! On this edition of the Ledger Report, Trump states versus Biden states, where post-COVID-19 liberty is making a constitutional comeback and where it's not. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Updates on mask wearing, encouraging people, particularly those that use cloth masks, to consider using an additional mask and double masking. If you're not using the cloth mask and you're using uh, masks like this that actually filter even more than N95 masks, uh, that's not the guideline recommendation. But we are encouraging people basically to double down on mask wearing, particularly in light of all of what I would argue is bad information coming from at least four states in this country. Uh, We will not be walking down their path. Uh, We're mindful uh, of your health and our future. And I'll just note, without belaboring the point, uh, that the positivity rate in those states is substantially higher than even here in the state of California. Stop tape. Stop tape. This is the soon-to-be-recalled governor of California. You know him as the Marxist in Sacramento, Gavin Newsom, doing really something that's unthinkable, attacking fellow governors for standing up for liberty, for standing up for the Constitution, for standing up against what has been an unprecedented assault on freedom in this country. What we have witnessed in the year 2020 unfolding into 2021 is the greatest assault on individual liberty in the history of this republic. Self-imposed. We saw more damage to our liberty self-inflicted by these blue state governors, Newsom and Cuomo and Pritzker and Whitmer and Wolf and Murphy, than the Japanese or the Germans or the Koreans or any of our foes have ever inflicted in any of the wars fought since this country's inception. Germany didn't take away our liberty. Germany put us on a war footing in World War II and in World War I, but didn't take away our liberty. These guys took away our liberty. Think about that. Hitler wanted to take our liberty away. Instead, it was Gavin Newsom taking our liberty away. Now, I want, before I get too deeply into this, I want to contrast this nutcase governor in California with a governor who happens to embrace liberty. 
A guy who gets it. A guy who understands that in the end, the Americans just want to be left alone. They don't want to have these draconian orders put down on them like we have seen in the year that will go down in infamy of 2020. You talk about a date that will live in infamy, forget December 7th, 1941. It was the entire year of 2020. And yeah, a lot of blue state and red state governors were in the same bad boat. Not a lot of these red state governors stood up against this tyrannical attack on our liberty by government. Now, some imposed more rules than others. You know, in Texas, and we'll talk about Texas in a moment, Governor Abbott kind of drank the Kool-Aid for a while. He's gotten better. He's gotten a lot better. And he's a hell of a lot better than Newsom. And a hell of a lot better than Cuomo and Pritzker. Pritzker has been awfully quiet lately, don't you think? Kind of scary. Whitmer, not so quiet. Murphy, just doing his thing. Wolf, you know, all of these blue state governors. Oh, well, look what's happening in Texas. This is horrible. And that's what Newsom is effectively saying. But I want you to listen to a guy in Florida who happens to get it. Roll tape. Corporation filing fees. Listen to this. 74% higher than what was forecast. And that's because people think they can start a business in Florida their businesses are getting shut down still in some of these other states. They're coming here, or, or people already here are looking to do things. So I think that those are really good economic indicators. And yes, having the kids in school is very important. Stop tape. So, so this guy gets it, right? This is Ron DeSantis, who was a former congressman from Florida and now the governor of Florida. He gets it. He understands. He's not pandering. Like the Marxists in Sacramento, California, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, totally, everything he does is a pander. Oh, you know, I'll open up the schools for a little while, a little bit here for these grades, and then we'll allow them to play some sports, and then I may, you know, I may allow some baseball games to be attended by by people once in a while, maybe some outdoor plays, little by little by little, he's raising the Marxist curtain. But that iron curtain, is always going to be there. And listen to DeSantis. These applications to file businesses, new businesses in the state of Florida, exploding. Sales taxes in Florida on a better track than expected. A better track than projected. And you know, you will hear these Marxist governors come out and say, oh, well, our budgets are just fine. Yeah, they're going to be just fine because you're getting $1.9 trillion of money that doesn't exist that my daughter is going to have to pay for, that's going to bail out all these blue states. Newsom is lying, and he's lying significantly. This double mask nonsense. It's all Fauci's fault, I know that. CDC is giving the wrong guidelines. They're giving these crazy quilt, contradictory guidelines. I will say it again, I've said it before. On the CDC website is at least one study, probably multiple studies, that tell us these cloth masks and all the way up to the N95 mask do nothing, nothing, nothing to stop the spread of a virus, any virus. Yet there's Fauci double masking. Fauci says double mask, and then the parrot in California just repeats it. Double mask. Double mask. So you're going to have less oxygen being, you're having twice 
the limited amount of oxygen being brought into your body. And you're retaining in your body twice as much CO2. Last I checked, I paid attention in fifth grade science, CO2 is what we emit. It's good for plants. We're killing our people. And they don't care. And apparently X amount of the population of California and New York and Michigan and Pennsylvania don't care either. Because they're doing what this nonsense a co-governor is telling them to do. And for him to pick off four states and to compare the positivity rates is mind-boggling to me. Most of California is in this made-up metric by this Marxist governor called purple, which is the worst of four. The best, by the way, is not back to normal. Think about that. So the best you can ever be now in California is, well, you're almost there, but sorry, the government's going to impose all kinds of limitations on your freedom and your liberty. You know, they'll probably be at 75% occupancy inside a building, right? And maybe 85% inside and 15% outside for rent. This is crazy. It's arbitrary, made up by some egghead who thinks he or she knows better than you. Positivity rate in the purple tiers, which 80-90% of California is stuck in, means that they have an 8% or higher, quote, positivity rate. Well, Florida, as of March 6th, had a positivity rate. Let me get this right exactly. 5.84%. He's lying. Figures lying, liars figure. Well, that's Gavin Newsom for you. The bottom line here is that this is emblematic. In a way, this is kind of what the framers of the Constitution envisioned in a kind of bastardized, sick sick way of federalism. And that is you have a draconian, anti-constitutional governor in one state, and you have a pro-constitution, pro-liberty, pro-business governor in another state. And not everybody's able to leave California. Not everybody wants to leave California. Let's face it. But this page on Facebook called Leaving California keeps growing and growing and growing by the hundreds. And the stories on there are fascinating. I don't encourage Facebook very often, but this page is fascinating to hear why people are leaving California and where they're going. Why is is pretty uniform, although you you pick your reason, right? It's tough to leave California, given, quote, the weather and the the beauty, let's face it. It's It's a beautiful state, but it's been ruined. And is it recoverable? I don't know. But we are witnessing federalism at its best or at its worst. I don't know. You choose. We are witnessing federalism here. And the San Francisco Chronicle can write articles all day long saying that this mass exodus out of California is not taking place. It's a lie. We know there's a negative population growth, which is a bit of an oxymoron, um, in California for the first time ever in its history, since recorded history, probably since 1849, since the gold rush. And that includes the bodies coming over from Mexico, by the way. This is census data. 
And we know that in California, they counted the illegals in the census, too, and they didn't count them separately. You know, I want to know how many illegals are in California. I want to know how many illegals are in the United States, but count them separately. And they shouldn't count toward representation. They shouldn't count toward giving Nancy Pelosi or Adam Schiff more power. And the president, 45th president, tried to stop it, but it didn't happen. Bottom line is we are witnessing a shift, a paradigm shift in this country, not only of human beings moving from blue states to red states, but philosophically speaking, we're witnessing a shift and a divide. And it's becoming more and more evident each day that we open up the news cycle and see the measures being imposed by these blue state governors and from Joe Biden and his administration and from the Congress and these red states and these red state governors and red state counties, by the way, and red, uh, red state cities. There may be red cities and counties inside blue states as well. But we're pulling this country in two diametrically opposite directions, and we have choices to make in this country. Where do you want to be pulled? Do you want to be pulled toward liberty or do you want to be pulled toward tyranny? It's that simple. And we're going to talk with the Vice President of National Initiatives at the Texas Public Policy Foundation, Chuck DeVore, about this dynamic that's happening in this republic, for the good or for the bad. And where is it headed? That is the question. Where are we headed with this polarization of liberty? Joining me now is Chuck DeVore. He's Vice President of National Initiatives at the Texas Public Policy Foundation. He's also, by the way, a former assemblyman in the once great and golden state of California. Chuck, I think what we're seeing here is uh, it's incredible, really, if you look at the last 365 days, more or less, and the government response to the Wuhan coronavirus, which has been different in, in various states. I will say this, though, that even red state governors drank a little bit of the Kool-Aid for a little while, Uh, Your governor in Texas, you're in Texas, uh, Abbott, he kind of seemed a lot like uh, the blue state governors for a while. And then uh, some sense was slapped into him, I guess. And now he's he's governing on the side of liberty uh, once again. But the the stark damage and the stark reality of the difference and the federalist system that we have is prominent in this government response to the Wuhan coronavirus. You wrote about it in Forbes recently and looking at the unemployment rates in red states versus blue states. But we're talking about potentially permanent structural damage in some of these blue states in particular, at least short term damage, if not permanent damage. Would you agree? Well, I I certainly do. And the evidence is very interesting. Uh, In preparing for this interview, I went back and I looked at some information regarding the employment growth in the last couple of years, the state freedom index per the Fraser Institute out of British Columbia, uh, and the number of people who died due to COVID per capita. And I was looking for some patterns, and what I found was it didn't matter how much you suppressed your employment growth uh, through draconian measures. There was no statistical connection to your COVID deaths whatsoever at the state level. There was also no statistical correlation between COVID deaths and the historic freedom index of a state. In other words, how blue or red a state would be. 
But there was a strong connection between freedom and employment. So the more freedom there was in a state, the better the private sector employment was. So it's fascinating for me to see that the public policy response to COVID through shutdowns and shutting down the economy and destroying jobs and lives had no statistical connection whatsoever to the number of people who died from COVID in a state. None. There's something about a mask for me that strikes at the fundamental core of being an American and and a government entity mandating that somebody wears a mask. And I shun a mask. I, I tell you, if if somebody requires me to wear a mask, I, I will not go in there. I will not uh, uh, patronize uh, that location. That's my choice as an American. And as, as a business, I suppose it's their choice, although it's starting to be limited uh, in California because a lot of these businesses are mandating masks and I, I don't have a hell of a lot of places to go. But if, if the mask mandate worked, Chuck, the bottom line is on June 18th, uh, the Marxist governor in California issued a mask mandate for the entire state, yet the Wuhan coronavirus numbers spiked up, as we know. The bottom line is there's a little bit of common sense that should be used here. Politicians have no control over a virus. It's just that simple. Would you agree? Well, I, I certainly think that what we've seen in the last year would indicate that the measures taken appear to have little impact. Uh, I won't go so far as to say politicians have no control because our public health response to various things like the flu, you go clear back to the Spanish flu 100 years ago, uh, to things like polio, et cetera, it has been effective at times. I just think that in this most recent go-around, uh, the data would seem to indicate that most people catch the virus from people who they are close to in their same household. Yep. That appears to be the main transmission mechanism, prolonged exposure to somebody who is infectious uh, in your own household. And so it, it seems like, it's certainly the statistics that I just went back over literally minutes ago to prepare for this interview, just to double check, the statistics would indicate that there is no connection between economic pain and saving lives, not at the state level, not yet. One of the statistics that, that stands out to me and has is that um, the majority of the folks who have come down with the Wuhan coronavirus have worn a mask. And so I think uh, what you're talking about is very important, and that is these lockdowns do more harm than good, not only uh, mentally, uh, but physically, you know, locking people, healthy people down with sick people in a small household is really dumb. But that's exactly what most of these governors did, and particularly uh, in blue states. And when we talk about the red states versus blue states, we're seeing an interesting phenomenon here. In fact, there's I don't promote very often um, a, a page on Facebook, but there's one called Leaving California. And I follow it because I want to see what people are saying why they're leaving and where they're going. And they're going to Tennessee. They're going to your state, Texas. Few are going to Florida. But the bottom line is they all have something in common. They're getting the heck out of California under our federalist system, which is what the framers of the Constitution, I think, would be happy to see uh, happen here. But it's interesting. You've dug into this a little bit. And, and people who are worried about uh, Tennessee turning uh, purple into blue maybe don't have to worry about that? And same in Texas? Well, yeah, it's a very fascinating thing. So California, per the U.S. Census Bureau, has been losing a net of uh, people through domestic migration, uh, roughly about 100,000 a year for the past 15 years. Uh, 
until very recently, that was more than made up for by natural population growth and international migration to California. Uh, just last year, though, it went negative uh, for the first time. In other words, California actually lost a net of people. And so uh, my data, my studies would seem to indicate that there is a, a different sort of migration occurring out of uh, California to various states. You know, for example, Californians moving to Nevada, that's not a very big move. Nevada culturally is not that much different than California, same with Arizona and Washington and Oregon. But moving to Texas like I did, and like about 50 to 80,000 other Californians do every year, that's a big move, both from a you know, geographic standpoint and from a cultural standpoint. And data would seem to suggest that by and large, the people who move from California to Texas are more conservative than even native born Texans. Uh, now I can't vouch again for those Californians moving to Nevada, but that seems to be the case uh, between California and Texas. And I don't really have the information yet to make a determination about other migrations. In other words, New Yorkers to Florida or people from Illinois moving to, 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 uh, to, to Texas. Uh, but it's not the same across the country. You know, the guy over your left shoulder, uh, Ronald Reagan, famously uh, said that uh, when he left the Democrat Party, he didn't leave the Democrat Party, Democrat Party left him. Well, for Californians and these, these Californians and other residents of, of blue states, um, it, it's, they're not leaving California and these blue states. Uh, these states have left them. And fortunately, if your uh, statistics are correct, they're bringing, bringing their um, constitutional and conservative policies with them and will vote accordingly and not turn Florida any more purple <laughs> than maybe it already is and certainly hopefully won't turn uh, Texas blue. Chuck, if folks want more information about your publications and what you do at the uh, Texas Public Policy Foundation, where can they go? They can find us at texaspolicy.com, and they can follow me on Twitter, at Chuck DeVore. All right, Chuck. Keep up the great work and keep us informed, certainly. Thank you. Thank you. What is confounding to me is the people of California, or the people of Oregon, or the people of Washington State, or the people of Illinois, or the some of the people in, in Pennsylvania, some of the people uh, in Michigan, that are and New York, that are still drinking the Kool-Aid. They see these states like Texas and Florida opening up. No mask. Utah. God bless Utah. Opened up. They're burning the masks in Utah. God bless them. It's what we should be doing. Absolutely. Getting rid of this stuff. You really believe that we haven't progressed as a society since 1918 and the Spanish flu where they were in those pictures, some people were wearing masks. And by the way, we only see the pictures of the masks because that's the pictures they want us to see. There's umpteen pictures of people just doing their normal thing in 1918. And they didn't lose the liberty that we lost in 2020 and 2021. 16 states now have dumped any mask mandate. I don't know if they ever had them, but at least these states now, to date... Have no mask mandate. So if you're looking for places that actually want to cultivate liberty and protect liberty and potentially understand the United States Constitution and your Bill of Rights, these are the 16 states. So get out your pencils and pens, ladies and gentlemen. 16 states now have no mask mandate, starting with the letter A, Alaska, Arizona. Now, Arizona is... um, 
a little bit of a contradiction in itself because we know that Arizona used to be red and certainly it's at least purple if not turning blue. So it's a little bit schizophrenic at times. So we have Alaska, Arizona, Florida, aforementioned. Georgia, again, is leaning toward the schizophrenic politically side. We saw what happened. But again, Georgia probably went for Donald Trump. We just don't have the evidence because they destroyed it. Idaho, Iowa, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, and Texas. So if you're looking for a state, California, to move to, and you're a conservative, you're a liberal, stay in California. Oregon, you're looking for a state? If you're a conservative and a constitutionalist, get out and go to one of these 16. If you're a liberal, stay put. Stay put. And there's no hope for you probably if you're a liberal, and you probably wouldn't be watching and listening to me anyway. But the bottom line is, we have a choice in this country, and this is exactly what the framers of the Constitution would want us to have. And the choice is liberty versus tyranny. Do you want to be one of these 16, in one of these 16 states? I do. I don't want to be in the other states, particularly blue states, that will never, ever return the liberty stolen in 2021 and 2020. I want to remind you to go to uh, GrahamLedger.com. If you haven't signed up for this year's podcast, you can sign up for free. Go to GrahamLedger.com. Also, you can see my plan to fix California, which I'm speaking about as we speak uh, in person and on camera. My plan to fix California. And the fact that the recall of Gavin Newsom is working is proof that my plan can work if people choose to affect uh, in that direction. Um, It's not going to be easy, but neither is the recall of Gavin Newsom. And please support Mike Lindell and MyPillow, MyPillow.com. If you go to GrahamLedger.com, at the bottom of the page, and my pages are not miles long like some websites are. My pages are very short. So just scroll down a little bit, and boom, there's a banner of Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Click on it. It'll take you right to MyPillow.com, and you put in L-E-D-G-E-R, Ledger, L-E-D-G-E-R, my last name, and they'll give you up to 66% off. Now, so far, a lot of people are ordering. And it's wonderful. You guys are doing great. You don't have to order all at once. You know, maybe spread it out, right? We have, um, we have Mother's Day. We have Father's Day, right? We have the 4th of July. Yeah, we have Memorial. We have uh, Labor Day. And, of course, we have the holidays coming up. So you can spread it out. Don't do too much all at one time. But if you need a new pillow or maybe you need new sheets or a new uh, bed top, what do you call those things, the foam things? Uh, go to MyPillow.com. We appreciate that because they are uh, sponsoring uh, the podcast. And it's something else to think about. If you like this podcast, please share it because I got to have some sort of sponsorships here um, coming in or uh, Grammy's going to have to start uh, working at Home Depot or somewhere. So <laughs> okay. we got to keep this going. So if you enjoy the podcast, share it. Don't just share it to one person. Share it to 10. If you share it to 100, God bless you. Um, but... This is how a podcast grows. Just ask my buddy uh, Dan Bongino. So I want to remind you that we are in a situation now, and it's becoming more and more evident, and it's not just about Donald Trump, although Donald Trump certainly exposed this divide in this country 
But this country is being pulled in two different directions, and we have a choice right now. Do we want to be one of the Trump states or one of the Biden states? Do we want to live in one of the Trump states or do we want to live in one of the Biden states as liberty slowly tries to make a post-COVID-19 comeback in at least 16 states, the other states still pending? This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>